Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi everybody, this is Jackie Elliott. Welcome to the Sober Sassy Life podcast. So one of the main fears that we all have when we face a possibility that we have a drinking problem is what other people are going to think about us. And this has a lot to do, of course, with the stereotypes and stigma around both alcohol dependency and being sober. It's a a double whammy that really sets us up to carry on drinking even though we know in our hearts that it's not good for us and it's affecting our lives in negative ways. So of course we're encouraged to drink. We believe that only a tiny section of the population has this predisposition to uh, become alcoholics. They are probably diseased or maybe weak troubled individuals but most of all we're encouraged to believe that they are other people. Alcohol is such an integral part of our culture and society that uh, being sober is a bit weird and something that you probably have to do rather than choose to do. So all of this narrative puts us in a real quandary of course. We don't want people to think that we're alcoholics uh, so We carry on drinking, keep our fears to ourselves, uh, tell ourselves that we're being silly and overreacting, we don't talk to anyone about it, and we generally languish in misery until uh, the negativity of our drinking becomes too much to bear and we, we were put into a position when we're forced to do something about it. So if you accept the elevator theory of alcohol dependency, that is actually a spectrum And if you believe that I do, that the sooner that you take notice of any nagging fears that you might be overdoing it, then it will be much easier to stay on the top floors and maybe even reset your relationship to alcohol and be able to moderate if you deal with a problem much, much earlier on. Because what happens is, for lots of us, a moderation option is no longer an option. Uh, We turn to sobriety as a last resort because things have got that bad. And we often start from a place of resentment and the whole, why can't I be normal? And very often this sets us up on a really uh, rocky road um, that, you know, that's hard to navigate at first. And so many of us, including me, Oh, a debt of gratitude to the sober blogging community. Um, without my daily catch up of all the amazing bloggers out there, all the comments on my own blog, and the continuous support of the sober online community, there's no doubt in my mind that the whole process of ditching the booze would have been far harder for me without Miss Rock. But I still can't help thinking that there will be so many more people who either have a much healthier relationship with booze than I did, or have an easier road to ditching the booze, if there wasn't this ridiculous barrier of what other people think. 
So I've had the discussion many times before. If I had given up just about any other substance, including sugar, for example, there's really very little stigma, stigma, no raising of eyebrows, no negative comments. So when I say, oh, no thanks, no cake for me, I've quit sugar, it's just the opposite. People are, wow, how's that going? I really want to quit sugar too. How did you do that? I turn into this sugar-free hero. But even now with booze, I still get, oh man, are you still off the booze? As if it's this continuous punishment that I'm having to endure. So again, it's no wonder that people arrive in the sober blogging community, sometimes in a sense of despair. And sometimes it takes people months to even post a comment or send an email or join in the debate because they're so stuck in this place of, of fear, still trying to rationalize how they got there in the first place. Because once you've actually committed and you've written something or you've joined in, it's all very real. You've joined the others, the people that you didn't want to be like, the people that you didn't think you were like. And of course, once you do, once you get past the first struggles, and you do, the benefits of sobriety are so many, and you understand that all the bullshit about alcoholism and the stereotypes and stigma is just largely marketing, that you wonder why you didn't do it sooner. So how can we solve this conundrum? How can we help people out there who are still on the top floors of the elevator but have this red flag flicking up in the back of their head? How can we help them just take the, take the plunge? Not just the people who found their way to my website or read my blog or had listened to me burble on these podcasts, but the thousands of people who have this feeling that all is not well but they're not yet ready to start Googling, how do I get sober? Because I would really love to talk to the people who still have that window of opportunity to reset their relationship to booze, who don't leave it until they feel desperate and sad and then are struggling. So I've had 18 months of being sober and most of it has been extraordinary. And I chose fairly early on to be very open about my journey. I come, came out of a sober closet, if you will. I started the website and uh, it was with some trepidation to start with. But as I said, my experience for the most part has been amazing. I've had my share of internet trolls and negative comments from a few people, but most of all, it's been extremely positive. Now my circumstances are maybe easier than most people. I don't have school aged children who could be embarrassed maybe, or you know, other parents in my community who you know, clutch their children to them for fear of sending them around to play dates with the children of the local alcoholic. I don't have an employer who might be unsettled and you know, worry about having an addict on the, on the team. I have a family who already think I'm a bit weird, so coming out of this sober closet for me wasn't as big a deal as it could be for many other people. I have far fewer obstacles. But I do think that sobriety out loud, if you like, being open about sober is the most effective way to help other people examine their own drinking habits. And I don't mean being all preachy about it, although it is tempting at times, 
um, but just being confidently booze free. So Anne from Anne and Sobriety uh, said a long time ago when I was when I first found her blog, she said maybe somebody will look at me and think if Anne thought she should quit drinking, maybe I should too. And I think that is a great way to start to rebrand sobriety in a positive light, just as individuals, the influence that we have on our own circle of people. So I've just finished writing my own book and although I did initially have a real vulnerability hangover, if you like, I mean, I read some of it back and thought to myself, oh God, I hope my mum doesn't read this. And that was really the last frontier for me. And it was a, like another step in the journey to actually uh, double back to some frankly dark days, to revisit some stuff from the past. It was an opportunity for me to lay some ghosts to rest. And kind of like the last stage to say, hey, I had a problem. It wasn't fun, but life is so much better now. Oh, and by the way, I'm just an ordinary person who had a drinking problem, you know, I didn't fit the profile or the stereotype of being an alcoholic. I'm a person just like you who started off with a nagging feeling that all wasn't well, but I ignored it and I didn't do anything about it and that led to some real problems. So putting the book out there, I hope, will help people who haven't yet um, joined the online sober community or started facing the fact that maybe their drinking is a problem. I'm hopeful that that would be a, uh, a way to show people that, um, you know, there's lots, of, there's lots of us. It can happen to anybody. We can start off on the alcohol elevator at the top floors. And I think my goal and my mission is, is really to intercept people before they, they slide too far down the alcohol elevator. And I'm so hopeful that all of us who have a story to tell, uh, Sober Mummy has, uh, is writing a book, I know, which I'm excited to read. Uh, Kerry May from um, God Walked Into This Bar has a great book out already. And any of the sober bloggers who are out there who feel that they have a story to tell that they can tell in a public arena without hurting themselves or people around them, of course, the more people who are sober out loud, the more that we can gradually shift the story and make it easier for others to walk the sober path and realise that there aren't really the other people we are all part of the same story. So thanks so much uh, for listening to me today and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now.